Hello, hello everyone and welcome to or welcome back to the Purposely Venting Podcast. I'm your host, Tony, and it is on this podcast that we believe that through the gift of talking aloud, we are able to uncover what needs to be uncovered and understand what needs to be understood. It is also my belief and our belief on this podcast that there is nothing I can give you verbatim to run your life better than you. All it takes is for you to go inside, check what's in there, bring it out, expose it, shine it, and you are fully in charge of that. You are the captain of your ship, along with God, of course. It's only my hope that in this podcast, I'll be the catalyst, sort of like a spark of curiosity to get you to a place where you kind of tune in and want to do that for yourself. So yes, I want to say thank you so much for tuning in. This podcast late. (laughs) I'm not gonna lie. I usually like to post every Monday, but it's been a week, y'all. It's been a really week. It's been a really intense week, so to speak. So I'm happy to be posting today and not giving myself the excuse, so to speak, to like, oh, I'll just do it next week. It's fine. I just, I really love this podcast and I never want to allow it to fall by the wayside. So I'm really happy that you decided to tune in today. How's everybody's week going? Mine started off rough, but it's really, it's getting really good. I really, I'm really starting to enjoy this week. It started off rough. I definitely was like back against the wall type rough. Um, but nothing really like intense kind of like just mind stuff you know what I mean like you're not having a bad week per se it's just like the things that are are going on in your mind and you're kind of making them bigger than what they are that's kind of the week that I had so I'm just really happy for the people that I have in my life right now the people I get to talk to and um call and cry to on the phone and stuff like that I'm just really excited and happy to have those people in my life you know you ain't got no solid friends get you some because it matters it so matters it's so important and I don't really know the importance of friends until I got older so it's important to have some backbone people people that's gonna be there for you and that's gonna stand behind you with you in front of you beside you all that um when times get rough and when times are good because you you want to be you want somebody to be there equally when you're feeling up you want somebody around to share that up with and when you're feeling down you would like somebody to stand with you in that place like can you just witness with me you know what i mean so yes um don't forget i have a instagram and i also have a tiktok i'll have those linked in whatever description box you find yourself in and yes let's let's just get into it so this scripture really keeps coming up for me a lot um and I'm going to butcher it. I wish I can like look it up right now. Maybe I can. I don't know. But it has to do with new wineskins and old wine and new wine and old wineskins. Something like that. So <laughs> so pretty much it's saying like you can't pour new wine into old wineskins because if you pour it in there, it'll burst. And both of the things, the wineskin and the wine will be lost. You have to take new wine skins and pour new wine inside of the new wine skin so that both the new wine and the new wine skins can be preserved and this comes from the holy bible um this has been on my mind and it's been on my mind because one day i woke up i think i don't i can't even tell you when i think it was within the last week i want to say i woke up and i was like i'm a new woman like i'm a whole new woman like I know we experience these things. I know you probably see these things on like social sites where women, you'll see their journey and you, you see what they go through. But me, I'm an entirely new woman. Like I can wake up every day and be like, I am not the same person that I was. And that is powerful. I'm not even going to say it's scary because it's nowhere near scary. It's powerful. But 
you know, it just kind of crept up on me, if you will, but I'm an entirely new woman, new mind. And I feel like I even look different. Um, and yeah, so I kind of like was thinking like, what brings about change or what is important when it comes to the topic of change? I can't really tell you what will bring about change exactly. I can tell you my experience on it, but I know like some things that, that surround change that I really wanted to share with you all today. And I wanted to say the first thing that change is not something that's only in the mind. Change is also in your body. Change is like you deciding to release things from your body, so to speak like that. So um, when you continue to do the same things, you tend to yield the same results. Like if you get up every single day, you eat the same meals, you drive the same way, you do your hair the same way, but you're asking God for something new or you're asking God for this or asking God for that, but you're not doing anything, you're kind of going to get the same exact thing because you're not, you're not changing anything. You're, you're just doing the exact same thing and you want something new to come in, but nothing new has occurred for something new to come in. You didn't even flip your hair a different way. You know, you didn't even like move stuff around, so to speak. So I was thinking like change is like a drastic thing. Like change comes about as the result of something drastic, something that you change that's drastic, not just the matter of like, oh, I'm going to change the paint on my wall. Like that's not drastic. I'm talking like sometimes for most people, it change happens. Like you'll hear like different stories in which people get into like car accidents or they come close to a near death experience. I'm not saying that I want that for you. I'm just saying that change happens as a result of something drastic, something that shocks the nervous system, that shocks your system. So for me, I would say that change started to take place when I changed my diet and I'm being so for real. So I didn't start to see change in my system, in my nervous system, in my emotions, in my hormones, in the way that I walk, talk, and the way my energy is until I changed my diet. Hear me out. I used to eat the, the standard American diet. I used to eat the meats and any cheeses and eggs and anything that tastes good and look good, I would eat. You know, nothing that was, nothing that was, significantly different from the next, you know, the greens and the mashed potatoes and all that good stuff, you know, the delicious stuff. I used to eat this and it, it wasn't like, it was like something that was terribly wrong, but I noticed as I started to get a little bit older, I started to get a little bit sluggish and I was trying to like deal with like, um, emotions and I couldn't deal with them. I was kind of still dealing with them as I used to deal with them as a, you know, when I was a child. And it wasn't until like the whole thing that kind of kicked it off was that I stopped drinking caffeine. To be honest with you, I stopped drinking caffeine. That was the first thing I stopped intaking and things started to change from there because I started to like wanting, I wanted to like relax my system instead of me like getting so amped up and ready to go. I wanted to like calm down because they said that your greatest insights occur when you're just chilling, like you're just in rest mode. And I would experience that those moments of insight, like in the, in between wake and sleep, like as I was just waking up or as I was just going to bed, I would experience that because I would get so relaxed. So I was like, hmm, let me focus on becoming more relaxed. So with that, I started um, taking supplements to like ashwagandha and stuff like that to like settle down. And then that led to me wanting to meditate and wanting to like release all of the emotions that I had in the inside and that was working. But as I was starting to get closer to God in my space, I noticed like, you know, I feel called to stop eating meat. Like I don't want to do it because of 
course, I don't want to lose weight like most black women. We, you know, I had a butt and I had boobs and all, and I still do, but I didn't want to lose weight and I didn't want to come off a certain way to people, but I, I had to choose myself, which is one, you know, that's, who that's big, but we're going to go there. But anyways, um, I started, I stopped it. So I was like, okay, I listened to one of G Brian's lectures and I was like, you know what? This makes sense. I'm going to just cut it. And I did it. And it's been almost three months and I, you know, it's been a drastic change. It really started to change. I started to look at the world a lot different. I started to look at myself a lot different. My mind shift starting to happen a little bit more frequently. You know what I mean? I was able to change my thoughts. I was able to like look at a thought and really examine it because things weren't going so fast or I wasn't groggy or foggy. I was actually able to look at what I needed to look at and shift it in the moment or feel it in the moment. One of the biggest things that I've been able to conquer since I've been on this um, lifestyle change with my food intake, so to speak, is the fact that I'm able to like take an emotion and allow it to be instead of like pressing it down or trying to press it out. I take an emotion and allow it to be and I actually feel it. And the shocker, it doesn't last. It doesn't stay. But I wasn't able to do that even though I was asking for the change and I was asking for God to come in and step in and help me and God help me do this and all the other stuff, I wasn't able to like get what I wanted because I was doing the exact same thing. So obviously that was stunting any type of growth that I wanted to acquire in my life. The other thing that surrounds change when I think about change is that change is slow and it's a steady process. Have you all ever heard of like the tortoise and the hare? Like, the hare is like running crazy and he's like racing, racing. And he keeps looking back, looking back at the tortoise and the tortoise just a smiling and chugging along, same steady pace. He's just keeping going and the hare gets so cocky that he's like, you know, I'm gonna take a nap on him. Like it's all good. Takes a nap on him. And then next thing you know, tortoise wins. Change is not something that is like fast. It's not a destination place. I feel like a lot of people and even myself, when it comes to like change, I look at change like, hmm, I want to get there. You know, like I want to finally be there. It's like, ooh, it's kind of like when you look at somebody and they're living their life and you want to recreate that moment, but it's not a moment that you're looking to recreate. You're, you're wanting to live that experience. Change is a lived experience. It's not a moment in time. Like you really got to go into change, like living the experience I've noticed. Like if I want to be a more attractive woman, just this stick to vanity things, I suppose. If I wanted to be a more attractive woman, I wouldn't simply want, you know, want to get there. Like I have to slowly, but surely go into that. It's like going into me being a more attractive woman, fixing my hair a different way every day or fixing my eyebrows a certain way or wearing a little makeup to um, really exemplify the features that I love, wearing certain clothes that fit my body type, you know, just different things like you, you move into that. Change is not something that happens in a moment quick and then that's it. No, it's a living experience. You know what I mean? It's a lifestyle shift. So whenever you ask for something, most especially if it's not what you are now and you're looking to become that, just be prepared to live that. So you only ask the ask for the things that you're prepared to live into. You know what I mean? Um, and when you go slow, when it comes to change, when you go slow, people usually think like, I ain't making no progress, but slow and steady wins the race. You could be doing a little bit of something right now. And I oftentimes get this cross up too. Like 
I want to do so many things when I'm off work. I want to do so many things. Like I want to like clean up and I want to cook and I want to do my hair and I want to do laundry and I want to water my plants and I want to repot my plants and I want to go out with my friends and I want to go to the gym. Everything in one day because I'm not used to having that time. But it's like everything could get done, but nothing really gets done with like joy, with like excitement for doing that thing. Nothing really gets done like that. It's it's more so like I'm just doing it because I have to do it as opposed to like enjoying it, really feeding on it and feasting on it and like living it and focusing on it to where you do it and you do it good. So change is like one foot in front of the other type of slow. And you think like if you go one foot in front of the other, you're going slow and you're not going fast, you're never going to get there. But that's not true because every time you lay a brick on your foundation, it gets stronger. So that's what you want. You want to be able to go slow, move into that change and live into that change. And that's another thing that I think surrounds um, change. And last but not least, change is going to require you to do something different. It's like circling back to the first one, right? But when we think about change, it's like you're being called to something. So it's going to be scary. Change is very, very scary. So I, I get that a lot of people want to change, right? A lot of people want to change, but when you're asking for change, you have to be prepared to go through some things or do some things that are very different and contrary to what you are comfortable with. So for me, I would say I'm very comfortable. Like most especially, I think a lot of women, once we find our comfort sweet spot, we like to stick there. We don't want to venture out most times. We just want to be comfortable and we want to bloom there. But a lot of the times that's not the place where God wants you to bloom. So you have to like move away from that. Me right now in my life, I'm experiencing the same type of like scariness. Like even like wanting to be in a relationship is very scary. I've said it in the past that I've wanted to be in one, but it's very scary because being in a relationship will require me to actually be committed to someone and trust that someone and know that that someone will not do me harm, but that he'll love me and you know, we're going to live, we're going to be each other's teammates and stuff like that. And that's hard, especially because I've been so, hmm, I've been so wired now that I've been living on my own, paying my own bills and all the other stuff or just doing what I want to do when I want to do it. I've been so wired to just take care of what I have to take care of. But now it's like, dang, I have to be with someone and, you know, I have to consider them and their feelings and how they would feel about certain things that I would want to do or, you know, finances, you know, anything and everything change is going to require you to do something different. So change is calling us to be courageous. Um, instead of stagnant and staying in that comfort, it's going to require us to get out of that comfortable place and move into a place that is not so comfortable yet. So my brother told me this, he said, you can have the lifestyle that you want with someone. But it may take some time to get back comfortable to what you're used to. And that's okay. It's okay to not have everything that you're used to right now because you're building something and it's, it's going to be so much better. And that really hit home for me. Obviously, when it comes to relationship, you know, we ain't taking on no protégés. Like how a person is now is they pretty much building off of that or they're going to continue to be the same. So I'm not saying take on any protégés, but I just really, that really, I really felt that because obviously with being single and living alone and all that other stuff and just caring for myself and my kids, I don't have to worry about anybody else, but if somebody else comes into the picture, it's like, okay, well now we got to like, see how we going to mesh these lives together. You know what I mean? So yes, change is scary. 
and it could be really, it's going to take a lot of courage, but it's a, necess- it's a necessity to do so. Um, I think that change definitely is a result of taking things away more so than putting things on. Because if we think back to a couple episodes, um, Michelangelo said that the David was always there. We're talking about the sculpture. sculpture. Um, but what he had to do was take away everything that wasn't the David so that he could uncover the David. And how beautiful is that? Like, we are always there. Who we are, our true selves, who we are called to be, what we're called to do is always there. It's always been there. But it's up to us to uncover it and to um, bring it out by taking away things that have no business being there in the first place. So in order, I think in order to like really acquire like a tremendous place of change, we need to take things away. You know what I mean? Or do things that are not comfortable. Like some things, some exact, some examples would be diet, of course, um, setting up a weekly gym, uh, session thing that you can do. Um, cold baths, running, cold showers, um, yoga, just any and everything that's different for, for you that will help you to release certain things and to shock your nervous system to experience something new. Because so far, everything is kind of like on repeat, like you're on repeat right now and you're not really doing anything awesome or great because you're kind of on repeat. So in order to get us out of that shift uh, or in order to help, help us to make a shift and get us out of that rut or that cycle that we're so used to, it's going to take us to do something different, shock our nervous system in a sense. Try, try the William Hoff videos as well. He does a lot of, he does a lot of the breathing exercises to where like you hold your breath for a minute, minute and a half, and then you breathe um, intensely for 30 seconds and so on and so forth. But yes, yes, I think we have reached the end of our podcast. I think I've said what I need to say, but I just want to thank you so much for listening. And I really do hope that you can join me in the next one. I know it's going to be torch. Um, but yes, thank you so much for listening. We'll talk in the next one. Bye-bye.